slow stop. Welcome to this week's episode of the Farming Podcast. It's almost like we picked this up right at the episode that was released two weeks ago. Um, and then we're going to continue on here Wait, with no, Lee's I'm, list I'm that never, ever, forty minutes ever ends. Scott's clearly inebriated. I'm, I'm <laughs> um, at so eight, we've eight, we've negotiated we've negotiated ten o'clock bedtimes when I travel two thousand miles to do one episode on the weekends. This so, is a Thursday. No, on the weekends we're doing till eleven midnight if it's a Friday Saturday. You have to work tomorrow. Um, no, exactly. You don't have you to work tomorrow, work tomorrow either. You don't have to work Someone tomorrow either. Me to work at- 4.30 a.m. tomorrow. Some of yeah. us are uh, controller on schedules, and it's not Lee and I. Um, I need to go to the restroom real quick, but Lee's going to start, start it off. Lee's going to start off with uh, the Lee Griffin uh, thing that never ends, the list. We're getting uh, there. He's got another bullet point. This I'm dropping 60. my headphones right at the beginning of an episode because we just recorded one, and I got to go pee. Uh, we'll be right back. All right, so this is our list where I'm sitting across the table from a student. They're about to have their check ride tomorrow, so the me, next day. I'm a student. Potentially. And so we're just. I would fail a check ride right now. Well, on a private pilot check ride, they could fail me now. On a, on a written test, they could fi- fail me. On a private pilot, like a practical check, they could fail I don't me. I think you'd fail the written. You're probably right. Yeah. You're probably right. You know too much. Shit, on the practical test, it's too subjective. If you had to land. On middle bass, say in a like a, north bass, a, a north bass, and a you know, a eight to ten knot crosswind. Yeah, you'd probably fail. You know what? You give me <laughs> three more landings in that plane on that day. I know. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. I'd give you three more. You could have done three more. The, well, it's well, I'm so defeated at that point. And that's another perfect. So you don't even know when you're doing it on your check ride. When you're 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 kind of just trudging through this this endless what seems like an endless line of 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 tests, just if if it wasn't perfect, just move on. If they didn't say that was unacceptable, do you want to continue? If they didn't say that, just move on. I know it's tough. I know it's tough. I'm OCD as shit. I know how hard. Well, it is. you're not gonna fail yourself not gonna be like oh. people can though you yeah. can get inside your own head like oh i've done steep turns s turns across road whatever a billion times that was not my normal standard and it can just eat at you and it just follows you and the rest of your check ride just decays yeah. uh you don't want that to happen you need to just take each check ex- uh, area of operation if you will as yeah. its own and just keep going that's that that that's one of my best piece of advice. I tend to really harbor those those feelings in in like you know Scott and I. When was that? It was like two or th- two and a half weeks, two ago. weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. And like, two weeks ago tomorrow. Really? How do you know that stuff so well? Well, because it was on a Friday, and it wasn't <laughs> last Friday. It was the Friday before, so that would be okay. Two weeks ago tomorrow. Wow. Great. Use logic and reason. Well, logic and just I don't know Groundhog's Day. I can't keep. I'm almost mad that you know it that well. But anyways. I mean, that's not that hard to keep track of. I lose track of a lot That's super hard for me to keep track of. I forget all kinds of shit, but that I can remember. Yeah, I can't do that. Anyways. I mean, I um, remember my conversation with Scott about staying up till 10 o'clock on times when I live stream and travel. He forgot about that. Travel 2,000. I'm driving 2,000 miles drive. You traveled 15 feet from your bedroom. I was in Palm Beach. I drove up to northern Ohio. We can see Lake Erie out the windows. 15 feet from your bedroom. After he drove here. here. After After I drove drove 1,000 miles and I got to 1,000 miles back. It was all for this, though. He's retired now. He doesn't even work. Oh, my God. All right. (laughs) Um, I don't know where we were, but so <laughs> in the context of a student going for a check ride, sending a student, you're the student, whatever the case may be, um, talking about systems. So we kind of continuation from the last episode we did, um, we're talking about, uh, kind of the general structure of the, of the engine, um, two magnetos, four cylinders, eight spark plugs, two magnetos times four cylinders, 
is eight spark plugs is the general. So we have two magnetos, two independent electrical systems or ignition sources, if you will. I should have said that ignition sources. Abbreviated mags. Mags. Yep. Two mags. Dual mags. So it will help with, you know, efficiency, power, redundancy. It's just the perfect, you know, that's what you want. That's the FAA wants. If one spark plug gets fouled up or is grounded out, whatever the case may be, you have another one. You have another one. So, you know, I have two cylinder, two spark plugs burning, you know, that kind of making that flame front happen from, uh, it's just a better flame front for more power. If not that, it's redundancy. That's what we want. So you need to make sure that, I mean, that's super basic, but you want to have that. Um, what I have written here, two magnetos, four cylinders equals eight spark plugs, two per cylinder. The engine will continue to run in the event of an electrical failure because the magnetos generate the spark energy and they're engine driven. Once the engine is running, it will continue to run until the mags are turned off or the engine runs out of gas. It's so the dual ignition system yields increased efficiency, performance, and redundancy, like I said. Questions, comments, concerns? It's good stuff. Sweet. So uh, that makes sense to everybody, hopefully. It's probably one of the main little the, nuances uh, that the makes... On planes that have electronic ignitions, do they have two? Normally, yes. What they do have built in is a built-in alternator to drive that. So electronic ignition, of course, would be better. It's a more precise timing of the spark plug ignition event. Yeah, I mean, everything has an electronic ignition that you buy these days. I mean... Anybody who has a car... You have an electronic Likely has an electronic ignition. And so we know how smoothly those start, how smoothly they run, how much power they make, how much gas they burn. Obviously, it's beneficial. Unless you bought a car off Elon. Yeah. And, and it went through a flood. Well. It's a lot of flood cars down in Florida right now. don't do well in floods, but neither do Neither do uh, control no, no, no. That's the so, thing. Yeah. Nobody's talking about that. Right. Every other car yeah. is not moving either. Right. Yeah. Unless you got a yeah. snorkel and it's a Humvee, yeah. it's not going anywhere. Like I'm, I'm not all about the uh, the green revolution, but sometimes they're a little hard on the good old uh, stuff. One of my good buddies, he's a manager at a dealership down south, can no longer buy cars on the auction for like, Another couple, a year or two, he says. Yeah. Just well, because he's worried about flood cars coming over from oh, the West Coast. Who cares? Totally changed his, billion, his business model. Yeah. Huh. He just, that's the decision made. No longer buying. Salvage cars. No longer. It's Ferrari. I don't think oh. they're buying salvage cars oh. to resell to Ferrari customers. Oh. oh. Yeah. Just a little, I don't know, a little interesting. That means there's Ferraris for cheap. Yeah. <laughs> they, well, they buy they buy anything that they think customers might buy a Ferrari. Yeah. On the auction, set it out front. Jeep Wranglers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And put Ferrari. it right out front in yeah. Okeechobee Boulevard there Somebody, in West Palm. Oh, I'll take a Jeep Wrangler with my Ferrari. Anyway, they got the same Jeep Wranglers. Got the same motor as the uh, Maserati Ghibli. Just really? different flywheel. No. Yep. Maserati motors built in Italy though. Chrysler, Fiat ships the parts over to Marinello. Ferrari puts it together. They ship it back. Fun fact. Anyway, airplanes. Maybe. <laughs> um. All right. So I got Lee distracted think, talking about cars. Yeah, now he doesn't know. He's, he's all processing. Well, I see Tyler. I see Tyler saying something. I never know when he's going to talk about something. I don't know. EIS. Anyways. What's EIS? Electronic emissions. I know there's either a delay or Tyler wasn't paying attention. Now that we're talking about cars, he hasn't been in the chat. Anyway. It's so tough because I, you know, anyways. Yeah, um, I made on. the font bigger for you so you can see with your I old man eyes. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, all right. So we talked about magnetos and all that good stuff. The next one is, this is important to me. The only structural um, airspeed that is not marked on the airspeed indicator. If I were to frame that. What is the only structural airspeed not marked on the airspeed indicator? Maneuvering speed. Scott, what do you think? What? What? Nice. I was reading that. I was reading the. That's great. Yeah. That's great, buddy. Go back. What? What's the question? What is the only structural airspeed not marked on the airspeed indicator? Structural. I feel like it's maneuvering, but Lee went right to you, which makes me think it's maybe not maneuvering speed. Structural airspeed not marked on the. Uh... 
Or we could go the other way. Well, structural it, airspeeds uh, are marked on the airspeed indicator if you wanted. Any VNE never VNE, exceed. Is VNE marked? We can go high speed to low speed if you yeah. wanted. Stall yeah. no flaps. Stall with flaps. Yes. Via the bottom of the yeah. green arc, bottom of the white arc. Yeah. Uh, I'm starting to feel inferior now. I don't know. What's not marked? Maneuvering speed. <laughs> I got it right away. You got it right away. I got it right away. All right. So they're saying it. I thought anything in the green was maneuvering speed. No. Because the changes via weight. Load. As Lee would like to talk about. Yeah. Load factor. After just covering rom-coms last episode. That's right. Load and mushroom. Mushroom heads. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, so yeah, v, VA maneuvering speed. So V um, meaning velocity, A standing for basically abrupt control movement. And so we've, as time has gone on, uh, that you, you don't want to go full deflection one way and then full deflection the other way. That is kind of the definition of abrupt control movement. Tyler's got it right there. We won't read that on the for the main episode though. No, I did, I did pre. Pre-recording, so yeah. Pre-recording. So uh, yeah, everybody listening, the thousands listening in the actual podcast episode, you missed the live chat from Palo Brunkhorst, which was exceptionally classy. Right now, anyway, yes. man, kicks you when you're down. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta be careful with this, dude. You guys gotta, you guys gotta get on the live streams, the live chats. The it's the one part that's you gotta either you're either here or you're not. You know, you either make it or you don't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so maneuvering speed is the only airspeed indication because it has almost what is. So we'll talk about. That, I guess before I say it. So maneuvering speed is listed for gross weight. Okay. Okay. If weight goes down, what does what does your maneuvering speed? Does it go up or does it go down? Goes up. If weight goes down. If so weight goes listed, down, your list- maneuvering speed goes up. Yeah. Because it's opposite of what reality you'd think it is. Because the airplane, the airplanes will stall. If you have a higher weight, the airplane will stall. Yeah. So he's wrong for all the right reasons. Who? Me? Yeah. I'm not wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. So what happens when weight goes down? Where's maneuvering speed go? Up. Isn't that what Rob said? No, that's what I said. Yes. When your weight goes down, maneuvering speed goes. No, when your weight goes down, maneuvering speed goes down. Yeah, he changed his answer. Yeah, yeah, he said the. I had to com- I knew I think, it in my head. I yeah, just had to commute it into I, the microphone. No, said the wrong I had to. Part, I yeah. said you said it wrong for all the you right reasons. Wrong, you it's, said it wrong the first time. It's but, difficult yeah. for my brain sometimes to translate into my into my microphone. I'll leave it at that. I don't want to make any more rom com comments. <laughs> Gross. All right. So if so, the uh, <laughs> we are not, we are not bros. the manufacturers uh, will list it for people are saying stuff. I'm not even gonna go there. But guys the, are rude. You guys are rude in the chat. The manufacturer didn't list it for gross weight because that's obviously an easy threshold to worry about. You can be a bunch of different weights underneath that. Airplanes have different basic empty weights, which means. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> which which means that um, there's a bunch of different speeds that they could list, but obviously the finite threshold is being gross weight. That would be pertinent to all. So for a given weight, as weight goes down from gross weight, your maneuvering speed will also go down because like, because of the traditional term of like acceleration, if you weigh less, you're more maneuverable, which means you can more easily exceed a G load limit. That's why maneuvering speed goes down. Does that make sense? Yes. I knew you got it before. You weren't saying it that way. I knew. I it was, said you were wrong for all the right reasons. I remembered it was opposite of what you'd naturally think. Yes. And I could had that playing through in my head. I just said it wrong via my microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Maybe. So yeah. So maneuvering speed actually goes down as weight goes down. Yeah. Right. Okay. Exactly. Because you can exceed G load limits easier 
at a lower weight. You don't have as much inertia keeping you in your current flight path or whatever you want to call your aircraft state. You can more easily deviate from your current aircraft state, which means you can over-G it, overload it, whatever you want to call it, easier. So, Okay. Well, I I have Greg in the chat right now that says, um, Lee, you have it backwards. This is throwing a wrench. We're about to go back and forth with Greg here in the chat. And that's fine. So um, at a gross weight for a given, I don't know, whatever an airplane is. So we have at gross weight, an aircraft manufacturer will publish your VA speed. And that's what we teach. Yeah, you teach it though, you, but in... I'm so excited right now. I can't even tell you. <laughs> so we live, we live for this type of controversy. No, don't. No, no, Greg, you're totally good, man. You're totally good What's learning. No, no, Greg's calling Lee out. This is the best. Oh. This is one of the best things ever happened in the chat ever. Ever. Oh. You reading these last few comments, Scott? Yeah, start. Yeah, start. Is, Tyler Brunkhorst said oral. Oh, Lee, you have it backwards. Oh, shit. Yep. Says Tyler. All right. So let's. What's the. What, what do you have backwards? As weight goes up. VA reduces. Scott, what's VA? Velocity active. For abrupt control. <laughs> Maneuverability speed. <laughs> the, I was. The Kings told Maximum me. Maximum maneuvering the Kings, speed. The Kings told me to think velocity active. All right. All right, so uh, so Greg, well, I mean, so now I'm, all right, I guess I need to hear your reference. <laughs> I'm going to maintain that the F, the manufacturer is going to publish it for the maximum, max gross takeoff weight uh, for the airplane. Any speed under that will also lower, um, because again, the lower the airplane is, obviously the quicker it can change uh, direction versus overload the aircraft. Carl, just wait. Okay, wait first of all, Tyler said reboot, reboot Lee doc executable file. Executable file, EXE. Um, Carl says, VA operating at or below design maneuvering speed does not provide structural protection against multiple full control inputs in one axis or full control inputs in more than one axis That's what I at said. the same time. It's Yeah, he's 100% right. You can go full to... So this means you can be going along at your steady state. You got your throttle set. Rel, let's say it's a smooth day, right? So you can be really sure what your airspeed is. You can go full left rudder, full right rudder, one. That's it. You can't go like full-scale roll or aileron and full-scale rudder at the same time. That's not what this is designed to, to mirror. That is not what we're trying to discuss. We're trying to discuss um, just one axis like Carl's saying, not just like air, full aerobatic extra 300 stuff. That obviously is a totally different deal. This is one I did not realize because Scott and I used to do this while dogfighting in our 150s over Lake Erie, yeah. we would be, I'm like, oh, I'm slightly below maneuvering speed. Right. I can do whatever I want. And we would just full control deflections, multiple yeah. There's accesses. There's buffers, though. There's buffers, yes. and you're probably safely with them. And I remember you, and I, you yeah. and I were in a classroom in Chicago for our CFIs, and I'm like, wait, what? Uh, I know Mr. Boris and I that have uh, been completely misunderstanding this for the last several years. And it worked out fine. It, it did work out fine. I'm going to so, grab a beer thing for uh, both Mr. Boris and I. No, I'm going home. No, you're fine. Me, you're fine. No, 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 no. Dude, you got 40, you got 40, 20 minutes, 40. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 15 minutes. I'm 15, not, I can't he's got 15 minutes, that's I fine. So Don't open it. So here's the thing. As gross weight is what manufacturers publish. Don't open it! Brewdog no, Elvis all Juice. All right, here we go. Oh, no, he's in. Double speed. cracks right there. We're you see this? <laughs> Carl, that's the way. Right I'm there cool. in front of Mr. Boris. I understand. I need to go home. You'd it's fine. You're... 
I gotta drive an hour. I drove a thousand miles to get here for Your this. You can is stay. Right there. I drove a thousand what miles about me, to Scott? get here. I, I gotta drive, drive a thousand miles home tonight. I don't make these choices. If you had a thousand mile drive, I would excuse you having you a bedroom a, right there too. Fifteen foot walk. A thousand mile drive. This is important to get to that fifteen minute walk. Greg, I'm 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 waiting for you to respond. Um, so far, everything Carl is saying is I agree with. So where do we? Where's our common ground? And then we can work backwards from there. Um, does anybody, he just found it. All right. Let's, let's do that. Carl says maneuvering speed VA, the maximum speed where full abrupt control movement can be used without overstressing the airframe at gross weight. So as, so that is what that is at gross weight. So if you are less, so let's think about physics. If I weigh less, I am more maneuverable. Right. Yeah. That's why car race cars are light. That's why aerobatic airplanes are light. We can change course. Inertia is less. You can change direction or the traditional term of, from a physical standpoint, you can change direction quicker, which means you can exert more G's on that particular airframe or whatever you want to call a race car. If so, if Taylor Swift yes. is running, sprinting across the yard, yeah. she can change direction a lot faster than Lizzo. Correct. Yes. Yeah, I love probably. all of those references. <laughs> They're both going to head to the left, though. Yes. Both gonna head to the left. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. It's just that's just the way it is. Yeah. Physics. It's weird. Yeah. It's just can, weird. Taylor Swift can veer left, left faster, faster than Lizzo, Lizzo. can. Yeah. 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 Correct statement. Without yeah. pulling more G's. Yeah. Is that like Isaac Newton's like fifth law of motion? I think maybe. It's, like a, it's like a modern yeah. rendition of it. I, I feel like a, you all, know all celebrities pull to the left. I think so. I anyway, think so. Yeah. that might be the sixth. The sixth. Um, the sixth, uh, you know, you were rightly. Greg just conceded. So See, this is no fun. So let's go, Greg. You conceded too fast. All right, back. Damn, Lee. Va. You just hurt his feelings. Is, I know. Well, I liked Greg. I hope he sticks around. Greg, stick around. This is what it's all about, though. Is L? You're making me think. Like I'm talking. But I'm still like, oh, is Greg great? Is Greg great? And that's what's important is that we're elevating everybody. We need more Gregs in the chat that'll challenge Lee. You've been drinking. I support people challenging that- Lee, even <laughs> if, <laughs> even if they're wrong. If you can challenge <laughs> Lee, it gets Lee riled up and makes for better content. Well, that's true. It doesn't take much to get me riled up. And though. how many did you have before you started? <laughs> well, no, only one more. It's okay, over there. Right, it's no big right. deal. I Not including to- the drive here. You drank like six on the way here. No, <laughs> three or four. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <sighs> All right. So I need to go to bed. No, no you don't. No, 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 no. Get out of here, Scott. Yeah, it, no, it's only been four minutes since we t- so talked about this last. We aren't going to have an in-person recording until January again. January. <sighs> this is October. We got a while Let's to go. Be real. Is Rob even going to come up here in January? Yeah, he, I'm not he better because we're not going to record not in between. Looking forward to my January trip. How are you going to? Well, how are you going to function? I'm going to have to. Going to have your aunt, and uncle, like bring you. I'm gonna have to buy a. To I'm gonna house. have to buy a pair of jeans. That's how rough like, it's gonna get. And a hoodie. Have, like, and family, a hoodie. Your family members bring you things to the house. I'm just gonna stay in one of these locations here. <laughs> on the he lake. He's not. He can't go outside. Oh, I no. cannot go outside. No. no. I'm gonna have to pull into the garage. It's gonna be like living in a bunker, like in a nuclear winter for him. <laughs> <laughs> for him, it will be. Nothing will change. Yeah. If if if. Putin sends the nukes. Right, yeah, Nothing will Putin's, change for Rob. Putin nukes everything. His life won't change at all. <laughs> but you guys will have to go through radiation to get here to record. Yeah. But that'll yeah, be about it. Yeah. You'll just be down here in this. You'll be down here yeah. just chilling. What's yeah. up, my guys? What's yeah. up, guys? Yeah. And I don't watch the news, so I don't know anything about this. Complaining to his family members how they haven't gotten fresh food in a while. <laughs> yeah. All right. Airplanes. <laughs> Um, all right, so we have a few more out. We have a few more. The next one after this. All right, so what I have written here, the 
The only structural airspeed not marked on the airspeed indicator is the maneuvering speed. The maximum. I got that on the first try. You, you did. You did. Greg challenged, but I think we're good now. The maximum velocity you can make full and abrupt control movements without structural damage. As weight decreases, maneuvering speed decreases, so the airplane will stall before the aircraft is over G'd, which is not exactly what I've Boom. Heard here. But you basically you want Life the airplane to stall before you can hurt it. Actually hit it. <laughs> I gotta edit I, that I, out now. I didn't even hear it. Okay. But so uh, yeah, you want to snow you don't no, not, shut up. It's not even close. Not even close. Shut your face. You got 35 more minutes. So the... No. Yeah, you do. No, I got 10 more minutes. Shut up. I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, you want the airplane to stall before you can hurt it is the bottom line. That's what we want. So that like thunderstorm penetration, clear air turbulence, things like those suspect conditions, VA maneuvering speed. But you want it for your current weight and what you want to do is I'm pretty sure it's linear before you go try this and you're going to go in extreme turbulence, try this, but I'm pretty sure you just, it's a very, it's a linear, um, algorithms or, uh, whatever, uh, log, what is that called? Logomet, logometric. I'm not sure what the exact term is, but I'm pretty sure you cross multiply and divide. will tell you exactly what your, what your, um, uh, what your maneuvering speed should be for your weight. So if you know what your weight is, you times that t- by 100, then divide by your gross weight, and I think that will tell you what your uh, current weight maneuvering speed is accurately. I don't think anyone's going to do that. No. Probably not. You're going to yeah. use 111 or 112, nobody, whatever nobody it is cares. in your airplane. Well, maybe not, but if you're doing a CFI check ride, maybe it matters. Uh, next one, types of icing. Rhyme. What else? That's all I got. Clear. Clear. Logarithmic. He's got it. Logarithmic. Yep. yep. So logarithmic so, icing? So that's not correct. That's Logarithmic is not linear. So that is not the term I wanted to use. That's the correct term that I was trying to do. That's not correct. That's not linear. Uh, I personally appreciate you joining the chat, Ben, though. I really do, Ben. I really do. More people who are silent in the chat should just post random stuff to get Lee frustrated. Seriously. That would make the show a lot better. It probably would, but I'd need more beer because this is my last one, and I'm out. Oh, you, we got the the brew dog Elvis that? juice. How is that? How I is don't that? Know. Scott's not drinking. Hit Scott, you finish he that. Need, oh, I can the way the light. He's That's right gross. here. Gross. All right, two sips, and now he's no. chewing on ice. Yeah, into his mic. I'm not drinking. Into it. Yeah, I can't. I gotta drive home. All right, let's just focus Unreal. on the matter at hand. Ice. Um, we got 33 more minutes left in this episode. We got. Oh, we're getting some new names up here. Scott, we got go. new Joe. Joe, welcome to the chat. Yeah, Joe's talking. We got Ben's piping in again since earlier. All right, so he's saying a logarithmic. That's not what I meant. That's the right word. That's not. That's, but that's not correct for what I meant. Um. Uh, Joe says current weight divided by max weight, then square root, and then multiplied by VA at max weight. Yeah, I think that ends up really close within like two night, two knots of cross multiply and divide. We can probably demo that. You're probably right though. That sounds right. I think my way is just maybe quicker, and within two knots. I don't know. We'll see. I uh, like it. Joe, we're going to say you're right, buddy. Okay, so he says all my, Joe says all my students are required to find VA at landing weight for each flight. Oh my. So you got to factor in fuel burn off because obviously nothing unless you kick somebody out. Don't take a check ride with that guy. No, no, definitely, definitely do not. He sounds like he's a CFI though. He's Uh, not a DE. Don't take lessons from him. No, from his DE is who you don't want to do a check ride with. They got to find the He's VA. prepping. Scott, nobody can hear you when you're not talking anywhere near your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Types of ice. Rhyme. Rhyme. Another type of Clear. in-flight icing. Yes. Anything else? Bad. Cumulus. Mixed. Cumulonimbus. And then if you go really stretch it, frost. Yeah. What are the difference between rhyme and clear icing? Uh well, clear icing will break off easier with the boots. Will it? No. 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 
Rime ice is like the nasty looking stuff you see on a leading edge of the surface, and clear ice is kind of like it looks like yeah. you got a crappy wax clear, job. Clear ice will crack way crack too much easier. carnauba. Clear clear ice is gonna crack easier. Rime ice will flex. It'll stick. Clear ice sticks. Yeah, but rime ice sticks to your boots more. Clear ice. Rime ice develops in chunks on the on the surface. It'll rime throw ice off like easier a, to get off. A, I think you guys are wrong. You hit that with the boots, it's going to take out a chunk of your elevator as it flies off the wing because it's so chunky. Well, maybe. Rime ice, so think about what would develop rime ice, like a, like freezing rain? Clear ice? Think of freezing rain on your car. Clear ice is like, the, that to, is like, oh, a, like a plain, plain vanilla blizzard from Dairy Queen. Rime ice is like the extra cookie dough, Oreo, all that stuff mixed into one. That's rime. That's like chunky coming off of your wings. It's not like the smooth vanilla or smooth pure chocolate that's coming through, you know? Vanilla or chocolate. I guess that makes sense. What you, are you going to pick? Yeah. Rime ice is like I mixing like all kinds ice, of chunks into you your blizzard. A, you got a quarter inch of clear ice on your... A quarter inch of clear... Okay. Yeah, you let it, you know... Yeah, let it build up a little. Build up a little bit. If you yeah. got a quarter inch of clear ice on your boots and you pop those boots out, it's going to crack that shit. It's going to all fly off. If you got a quarter inch of rime ice, it's going to just expand and stay stuck to it. The FAA says that if it's a phenomenon, it is not accurate. Oh, really? That bridging, like yeah. like people talking about like, oh, well, if you inflate them too early, right, it will just bridge. Yeah, I always, I always just told not to inflate them too early because... They say that's a fallacy. Really? I am sure that there is a condition where that matters or at least initially matters, but long-term like extended period in icing, I guess it's not, not really a thing. So here's the thing, me going from a Islander to a regional jet. I've never experienced boots. I've never flown anything with boots. Oh yeah. Islander doesn't have boots and you didn't fly anything else to do. Right. So I went straight from. You went straight from, no boots to just any ice. Yeah, yeah. any ice, not de ice. Those are electric heat, right? No bleed air. Or bleed air. Heat. Engine, yeah, engine heat. Engine heat. Yeah, yeah. so just, it'll tap. It'll. So what it does when we turn any ice on, it'll raise our engine idle RPM by X number of percent, maybe three, four percent, and force the the excess out. Into the, to the mm-hmm, yeah. eat them up, yeah. and it'll tell us if it's low temp, stab low temp, or whatever, or go amber and give us a ding and all these different things. But I need one, please. Um, yeah. So those, I mean, those are the things to think about. Thank you. Um, Tyler says rhyme ice looks like the junk you find in your freezer. I agree yeah. with that. That's yeah. true. That yeah, yeah, true. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Sub zeros don't do that. Just observation. If you leave that thing cracked, it will. If you let air come in, constant humidity, it'll grow. They got those. weird grooves in the sub zeros. I'm just saying, if I minimize that popsicle stick in I've there, I've seen them on the yachts. Cracked. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'll that's try. That's a refrigerator. Yes, it's not a freezer. Exactly. So it's not sub zero anyway. <laughs> The brand is Sub Zero. Brand Sub Zero freezers minimize your rime ice on the sidewalls. I know this because all the yachts have them. It's been it's been confirmed. Anyway, so not, yeah. that, not that they're a sponsor. Never heard, never heard of them. Yeah. They should be paying for that. I I feel like it. Yeah, no. they should. I'll but. send them a bill. Maybe they'll pay it. All right, types of icing. We good with that. Uh, I gotta go. No, no, uh, hold on, hold you on. You've got 26 more minutes. Six no. minutes. Scott, we had this conversation six before. Yeah, no. six we had this minutes. conversation no, be before. We had this conversation six before. It's six minutes. I travel no, six, thousands of six miles to record. Six minutes. You extend, six. you extend Scott. one hour. You extend 
three minutes. You extend one hour to bedtime. No, no, no. Per thousand miles I travel. I have a lot to do tomorrow. You do not. That's a lot. He's he's lie. So do I. You're fine. You're fine. Inhibit. That's not going to inhibit your ability. Lee's selling his house. You have to be hungover dad tomorrow. That's all you have to do. You're right. Exactly. Most important job there is. Yeah, and what does Rob have to do? It doesn't matter. I gotta edit this disaster of a show because you keep interrupting it about leaving. No, no, you told me three minutes a second ago. Oh my god. Stay there. Put those on. We are. Come on. Come on. I need to go to bed. Thank you. Hey, thanks for playing ball. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, type slicing. Rhyme. Three rough and form. Really Stop. Quick. Don't interrupt me. Don't interrupt me. Shut your face. Um, so makes biggest aerodynamic impact is rhyme ice. But then clear, smooth and forms rapidly because like uh, f- um, freezing rain. Um, so it's going to accrue the fastest, but it's going to be pretty aerodynamic, but it does accrue the most weight. That's the biggest issue. Frost can form on fuel tanks. So like when we come out of altitude, that fuel is minus 40 degrees. So it's going to, even if it's high humidity, close to freezing, that fuel is below freezing. So it can still accrue frost, even if there's not active ice conditions. Um, Ooh, normal and utility category G load limits. Things that don't normally come up, but it matters. So if you're going to, if you have to uh, do spins, whatever the case may be, do you happen to know what normal category G load limits are? Less than transport category. Or no, no. transport category is low. Less so really than less. Scott, anything? Utility. Yep. Yeah. That's what less I mean. than utility. Yeah. Normal is less than utility. That's true. Yeah. Utility is less than aerobatic. That's true. That's all I know. I okay. usually fly under the aerobatic rules. <laughs> Which are what? Do he doesn't lot. know, but he just yeah. cranks the 150 yeah, crank until it, it yeah. feels like too much. You make your own rules. Yeah. All right. When I see the wings bend. Stop. Yeah. When he starts going to yeah. the aluminum rivet, start making noises in the plane. That's when Scott backs off a That's little true. bit on his G load. Yeah. That's when you know the limit is. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, utility category is 4.4 positive G's to negative 1.76. So if you think about it, you're flying straight and level. You see your like wing struts out. Obviously, it's a lot easier to create structure that is designed to take positive G loads than negative. The airplane would be so heavy, it wouldn't even get off the ground if it had to do positive 4.4 to negative 4.4. That's the thing. So anything that makes your like your stomach come up and make you feel like you're like going negative G's, like vomit comet, um, that's gonna be negative G's, and that's negative 1.76. When you get to normal category, like most of us fly, 3.8 Gs to negative 1.52 Gs. So that's your normal, most airplanes, 3.8 to negative 1.52. Utility is 4.4 to negative 1.76. I got to go. A lot of people. I got to go to bed. I got to. I could work in the morning. We are having a serious discussion. Yeah, we can have a serious uh, discussion. But it's going to be tomorrow. This, <laughs> this is a huge problem. You see that timer, Scott? This is a huge... And, and you know what? Actually, the time he is... What's up? This is a huge issue we need to... This is a huge issue we need to deal with. That's a um, fact, but it's called dedication, Scott. This night may not be the night, but... ForestAirparts.com, everybody. ForestAirparts.com. <laughs> we can't see uh, it. If, if you have an eBay... Um, if you have an eBay login, that's the best way to get a hold of Scott Boris is if you go to Boris Airport Parts on eBay and you just message him on that. That's probably the best way to get a hold of him since the Russians hacked his email. Everybody's saying goodnight, Scott. Night, Scott. Night, guys. See you, Scott. Loser. Oh, hey, all those parts in my car. Oh, I think it's unlocked. You might have to wait for me to be done here. You may as well sit back down. It's not going to work. This is built like a bunker. It's not, no signals going through those walls. Unlock it. Oh, you hit the... It's powder coated. That's like... It's powder coated. It's fine. My keys are... 
I don't know if there's enough varnish on that railing to Dude, handle it's that. It's fine. We talked about the bunker. Basically, everything in my car that doesn't. Okay. Uh, anyway. Best of luck. Mike says good night, Scott. All right. Um, how how are we? We got 21 minutes. Keep going. Okay. Despite this. Sorry, everybody. Bad. Uh, spatial disorientation. So you're a VFR pilot. So this is kind of again geared towards private pilot flying. You're a private pilot. Spatial disorientation. What is it? And so kind of how we want to package this is basically not knowing which way is up. So you're a VFR pilot. You're flying into lower and lower visibility, lower and lower ceiling, whatever the case may be. And avoid that tendency to scud run. You should know where your outs are, where the VFR weather is. You should know that. Shouldn't be a surprise, but it does happen. Um, you know, you can get to the point where, you know, the ceiling keeps coming down and down and down. It forces you down and down and down. And before you know it, you can't maintain VFR at all. And you're making that decision. Do I turn around? What do I do? Is it better just on the other side of this, you know, low overhang, whatever the case may be. Um, so kind of the, the average life experience um, or expectancy of a VFR only pilot getting into this IMC condition, which we're trying to paint is like six seconds. I think the FAA or NASA says by the time you lose, you get disoriented, you traverse into this IMC condition in six seconds. You no longer effectively or accurately know which way is up in six seconds. If you're just trusting your body sensations. So Keep that in mind. Um, the question that always came up with our examiner is what is spatial disorientation and kind of the, the, the canned answer back is not knowing which way is up. It's not a good situation to be in. No, it's not. So I flew one day, I flew our cub into a, um, a, it was a super small puffy cloud, random. I don't even know why it was there. Still defies logic why it was even where it was. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go right through that thing. It's like 100 feet wide. And it's like, came out the other side. I didn't change anything, but it's like, wow, that was weird. Because no indication I have in the cockpit gave me any indication as to like which way it was up with what the, the uh, instruments I had. Go to that. Moving on. Good with that. Single pilot resource CRM, right? Of course, crew resource management is a big deal with the FAA, especially in the multi-crew environment. So now if we kind of drive that back to single crew, single pilot resource management, you start to try and like think about what are your, you got to be creative. What factors, what resources do you have as a single pilot? And some of those answers are, you know, like, okay, maybe a non-pilot sitting next to you. Somebody else in the plane, can they hold a chart? Can they, you know, whatever? Can they help you tune a radio? What can they do? Scott's still talking to people upstairs. Can Scott's still talking to people upstairs, but not to the audience. I just want everybody to know that. Anyway, continually. Um, well, ATC, obviously a huge resource. They understand flying. They understand, you know, the environment. ATC can be a huge resource, but also don't don't forget a non-flying uh, person in the aircraft. They can hold something, do something for you. Look at this guy. I'm out of here. Do you get it all? Yeah, I got it. I think. Got the tub and the speaker. Is there a tub in the back? We're live right now. I don't know if you guys remember this. One more. I, are you That's kidding a, me? Just put that. You don't need to bring it down to me. Just put it on the table up there. You're leaving two hours early, and now you're complaining about an extra tub? Jeez. Unbelievable. Anyways, um, single pilot cruise resource management. Don't forget about those external. <laughs> uh, then we're moving on to light gun signals. Scott Boris expertise, but he left already. He so, left already. Yeah. Oh, should we skip it, or should we do it? Light gun signals. We have an episode. We should brief it real quick, though. Okay, we have an entire guns. episode on light gun signals if you look through the back catalog of the podcast, yeah. though, if you really want to dive deep, which we won't do here. Yeah, no, this will be really brief. I, me, I'm stupid, so I need parallels. So I try and draw a parallel to each thing. 
obviously red and green exercise extreme caution um and then you know steady red you know what is the parallel steady red on the uh, if you look if you're driving a car steady red you mean is stop so on the airplane, I mean, stop if you're on the ground, but in the air, you can't really stop. So you got to think like, okay, what is the parallel to stopping is I, I tried to explain to students is like, stop your forward progress. And what, what is our way um, in an airplane that we can do that kind of hold, like, just like, like hold, like don't land, obviously um, uh, flashing uh, red and white is going to be, uh, I, I actually need to, I've read to, or I drank. See, it's getting bad. It's getting really bad. It's getting good. He means Let me it's just, getting good. Yeah, bad translates getting, to good here on the foreign podcast. If I'm just going to read. So, uh, light gun signals, steady green, clear takeoff, clear land. So the parallels, obviously the two different things you'd be doing if you're in the air or if you're in the ground, right? Uh, flashing green, clear taxi or cleared to, uh, continue for landing. Clear to taxi, get to the runway. So think about it. You're in the air, you're on the ground. Clear, flashing green. Get to the runway on the ground. Get to the runway in the air. Those are the two things. The The finite definition is cleared uh, to taxi or returned for landing. Both of those two things say get towards the runway. When you get that cleared uh, steady green, that means clear to take off or clear to land. Do you see the parallel? It's Get to the runway for flashing green. Steady green means clear to take off or clear to land. Also, use get to the runway, use the runway. Those are the two things. Um, when you talk about um, flashing red, we already talked about. Um, flashing, so opposite of cleared to, cleared to land, or I'm sorry, get to the runway. Now is abort the runway. Get away from the runway. So flashing red is talking about, okay, in the air it says airport and safe, do not land. So basically go around, right? Or return to, what does it say? Uh, what does it say? Do not land. Clear the runway. Okay, so get away from the runway. This is not super effective because I haven't really reviewed it. And obviously I don't care about runway signals. But with a student, there's parallel, bottom line, there's parallels you can draw. And if you think about it in, in depth enough, it's all about, think of it logically, getting from your starting point um, to the runway, the sequence of events all make sense. So, Light gun signals is something you should review right before you take your check ride. As I'm making a perfect point. For, for. And, and then as once you're not doing a check ride, you forget all this stuff. And you buy, I have a Sporty's knee pad that has the cliff notes on it that I fly with sometimes. That's the so, thing. If you don't have it, though. If I happen to have it on my knee, which is usually not because knee pads are highly overrated. Okay. I've bought all of them. I've tried all of them. And they're all, all, you don't want to wear these on your knees. Okay. Whether wearing shorts or pants. And, um... Yeah, you just kind of, if you're in that situation where you need light gun signals and you're not just out of a check ride, I'd probably just wing it and land anyway. If you're in the mode, I feel like it's a lot easier. Me, like, I probably should have read this before I started talking, but I know, I know, and I know that you guys can all figure out the parallels involved um, with the eight a starting point. And I guess I don't know necessarily where that is. Is that steady red? Is that flashing white? What, are, what is that starting point? But once you have that anchor, you can kind of build it out and it can all be logical. I'm so far removed having multiple communication. I have three freaking communication and nav radios in the plane. So the likelihood of me needing it is so remote. It's ridiculous. Um, the amount of failures that would be required, it's kind of one of those scenarios. You squawk 7,700 and or 7,600 in that case, whatever the case may be, and just keep going with your day. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Squawk that and do whatever you want. Right. Um, so, yeah, that, that wasn't very polished, but I think if you're trying to convey that to a student, I think 
drawing the parallels to solidify a retention, I think can be done easily. I didn't convey it there, but I think can be done if you put a little bit of thought into it. To compare that to the yachting community, which I usually do because I used to work in there, there's like 20 or 30 radios usually on the boat. That's crazy. As like redundancy, if you count the handhelds. Probably a dozen, dozen and a half on the bridge, and then a bunch of handhelds. So if you're out with radio comps, you just, yeah, wing it. Call on your cell phone. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch. There's a bunch we can bypass because all V speeds. Uh, these are more aircraft specific for like the students that I was sending. So you can go ahead and bypass those. You know, I have a little bit of elaboration. Stall speed and landing configuration. We know is VSO like SSO, right? Like stuff out, right? Like flaps extended, gear down, things like that. There can be a VS one. You know, it's a specified configuration. So I mean, that's gear down flaps. 20 flaps half whatever however you want to say it in your airplane um so there can be all those those are all airplane specific these are structural speeds we have some performance speeds vx of course the best angle the ways to describe that students there's more angles in an x than there is in a y so it kind of solidified a little bit and then of course there's obviously elaboration in those um approach speed um, in this case, so I have very specific speeds out of the POH for this airplane. And then I do have a note here, just as necessary when gusty conditions are present or wind shear is expected, normally add five to 10 knots in lieu of manufacturer's recommendations. So obviously follow the manufacturer's recommendation recommendations in lieu of that, uh, which is probably the way I should have stated it. Add a, add a few, few knots up to 10. Um, Ooh, here's a good one. We've talked about this somewhat often. LD max or best glide speed. Um, so like, here you go. Normally within 10 knots, of best rate of climb, which is oftentimes easier to find in the approved flight manual. So if you have to figure, just use in lieu of best glide speed. So sometimes you have to go into an expanded procedure for a engine out to find a best glide speed. If it is more convenient for whatever reason, to find your best rate of climb speed. If you use that, I'm talking emergency use only. I'm not saying this supersedes your knowledge of the airplane, but if it's an emergency situation, you can find your best glide speed. If you shoot for that, that's probably going to be fine because it's the same equation. The most lift for the least amount of drag. One is for engines operating. You have power and the full power, right? So you have all that airflow from the prop coming across the wings, coming across the stabilizer, all that, all that. The other one is engines out. So those are the only two differences. So like if you think about a jet, best glide speed and best rate of climb speed, same speed because there's, you're not, you're not worried about um, airflow across the wing from that prop running up front. Same speed because it's the same lift drag equation. One is just going up and one is preserving altitude. One is gaining altitude. One is preserving altitude. Same lift drag equation. So keep that in mind. So if you take that thought process and you push that towards your VX speed, um, which is your best angle of climb speed, that's also look at your POH AFM, but you're going to find it's going to be very close to your best, uh, your final approach speed. Because again, it's the same lift-drag equation. So keep that in mind when you look at it. If you haven't already stumbled across that or your exam or your instructor hasn't kind of given you that, look at that. It'll not open your eyes, but it'll kind of help bring that drag profile and aerodynamics. It'll probably solidify some stuff for you. Um, in route climb speed. So this is a little bit of an irk to me. Um, I, I try not so much to teach somebody necessarily an airplane. I try to teach them principles for most airplanes. Um, I think that, so for example, in a Cherokee 172, they're pretty similar. You pretty much have like a best, uh, angle of climb speed around 65, 70, call it 70. You have a best rate of climb speed around 75, 80, call it 80. You have a best uh, in route climb speed of 
85, 90. So I call it 60, 70, or I'm sorry, 70, 80, 90. Those are your basically your three big speeds in a most light single engine GA airplane. And so <clears throat> best angle is going to be steepest. Best rate is going to be a little more shallow. And route climb speed is going to be even the shallowest yet. And the idea is you're going to use your best angle to clear your obstacles. You're going to be use your best rate to gain your altitude. And then you're once you've gained your altitude, you're going to turn on course and then you want to get there. So then that's when you're thinking about your in route climb speed. It's going to gain you altitude. But it's also going to have good airflow across the engine for good cooling. And it's going to give you the ground coverage you want. Cool. Yes. Anything to add? Mike said EMP question mark, which is electromagnetic pulse, which is a very serious situation. I feel like um, I personally, when I fly, in addition to having all my GoPros running, which is your first point, parachute on, fire extinguishers ready to go. Um, I always have a second radio in a, in a, in a Faraday bag in which I, have all the tools obviously as well. That way um, I can replace the radio in the event a, a nuclear bomb is detonated in the stratosphere, the whatever sphere causes the MP. Yeah. And my main radio gets taken out. I can reinstall that second radio from my Faraday bag, which protect it from the EMP. Of course. To, uh, to communicate with air traffic control. Cause unlike Scott Boris, I prefer to, Always be when possible in communications with air traffic control. Absolutely, so that's that's my two cents on the EMP. EMP would not disable the mags. That is a good point. To uh, we should we should so that make everybody aware of. We'll keep on running without the yes uh, without the well, yeah with both with mags. mags. Both mags would keep running. Got two mags. Both of them will keep going in the event of an electromagnetic pulse. Just good to know. Lycoming and Continental. That's a win for GA aircraft everywhere. Yes, yes. The economy's been weird lately. If anybody was on the fence about investing into a, a general aviation airplane, I think that, that might push you over the edge. Rest easy. Rest and, easy. Uh, make that decision a little easier for you. Absolutely. For y'all, you know? No question. Yeah. Um, we have yeah three minutes on the timer left, so this is a good spot where we should end this episode and then go into the post chat we just did two episodes in a row on this actual live stream recording um y'all listening in the main podcast the thousands of people who listen in the actual podcast you'll be hearing this weeks apart but in reality we recorded this all in a few hour period all in one night in the basement of a one of our better supporters of the show who allows us to record here for free um yeah so thank you thank you thank you ground crew this is what has allowed us to even though scott is gone again we need to we did negotiations previously but obviously those were not not in on paper i didn't think we'd need a paper contract need an attorney next time but we may we may need to get some paper involved in the contract um we may need to get ian involved which we have not yet had on the show yet he's an attorney um an aviation attorney but hopefully he can draft up something too that will allow the paperwork for scott to sign that would keep him up till 10 p.m on a work night um ian if you're listening this is this is something i i hate to make you do pro bono work but we may need to we may need a legal contract that requires scott for to stay cause. up until 10 p.m yes um but yeah, thank you, Ground Crew. Yes. PilotGround.com. It's 50 cents a day, build every other week. Um, you ladies and gentlemen, late more ladies than we thought when we first yes, started this. For sure. Members of the Ground Crew. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Your contributions help us uh, record in person. We paid for two of my three tanks of gas to come up to Ohio. And um, all this equipment and everything that allow us to actually sit at the same table. It's all from the ground crew. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We want to do more and more and more of these come 2023. Um, so yeah, that wraps it up this episode. We'll uh, let you go with that. Link in the description below if you'd like to join the ground crew. Help us out. 50 cents a day, every other week. Build. 
um yeah thanks for listening take care thanks guys later see ya